going on, Joes? Welcome to another episode of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan and Rafael Chaidez back in the house. What's going on, Jeff? Not a whole lot, brother. How you doing? Uh, I'm pretty good. Just high as shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to get there. I'm way behind. Way behind. I'm like a little over an, <clears throat> a little over an hour out of fucking work, so I got some catching up to do. I've yeah, had, I think I overdid it a little bit. I've had a dab. I took a dab when I was waiting for you to fucking <laughs> pick up, I think, or something. I'm going to spark this fucking joint. Kicked off with a little Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. You had a little Jimi Hendrix experience. I did have a little Jimi Hendrix experience. This past weekend. Yeah, yeah. Went for a little ride on uh, on the psilocybin trade again. It was pretty fucking cool, though, man. We 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 tried to do what we did last time and go out into the dunes. Um, we did a little bit different, though. My, <laughs> we hike up all these fucking dunes, and I took a, I took another buddy of mine that I hadn't done them in a while. So it was me and and one other friend that I did them with last time, and then this this other friend. And he had never been out to where we were hiking at and stuff. So we get all the way the fuck up into these dunes, get set up, and just, like, start chilling. And he ate his probably about 15, 20 minutes before we did. So his were starting to kick in already. And then that in that moment is when he tells us, oh, yeah, I'm afraid of heights, so uh, we got to get down out of this dune. Uh, <laughs> Bruh, you could have told us that before we hiked up all this fucking shit. So uh, She was holding the pony up. We went, well, I, dude, I didn't want to, with him already starting a trip, I didn't want him freaking out and, and whatever. So, cool, we'll appease you. We went down into, like, down the front of the dune towards the beach. We were about, you know, 30, 40 feet from the water up on, like, these the this little dune that overlooked a little drop off onto the beach. So, it wasn't real high, but far enough away from people. We had some chairs and just kind of sat out, listened to Tool. This fucking crazy goddamn fog came across the lake. I don't know if you guys got any of that fog over across uh, Chicago Saturday that was coming across the lake, but shit was intense. It was foggy last Thursday. I didn't really go out on uh, Saturday. Yeah, it, it was foggy as fuck Saturday towards <laughs> the end of the day. It was like 7, 8 o'clock at night we were out there. So super foggy, windy, listening to Tool some pretty sweet visuals. Um, then we decided to leave a little bit earlier. So we're walking back to the car, taking this path and we come around a corner and there's a fucking cop. <laughs> Not what you want to run into when you're frying balls. You guys have butt on you too. Yeah, but we all have cards. So, Oh yeah. I forget about that. Sorry. Yeah. We weren't it's worried. In Michigan. <laughs> right. Bud was the least of our concerns, but yeah, <clears throat> <clears throat> frying just being peeked out you know and trying to fucking hold yourself together jesus christ and we didn't have any problems with the cops like but it's just like play it cool play it cool play it cool yeah it kind of takes you out of your your high for a second for sure like, oh, so like we got back to the car and then we all freaked out mm -hmm. and uh went to a friend that lives like two minutes away from the park so we had a, a safe space to go chill and uh we watched the joys of painting with bob ross Nice. Bro, I mean, what, getting high as fuck and watching Bob Ross is fun anyway because. That guy makes magic. Right. He's right in super, front of you. Right. And he's super chill and all that shit. Now imagine that tripping 
balls on mushrooms. Mm, seems badass. It was fun as fuck, dude. It was so much fun. <laughs> the colors were fucking dope. And all of a sudden, you're just like... Is he putting you, little birdies here and there? Yeah, little, like... Little birdie there'd right just there. be, like, a fucking lake, and then there'd be, like... Look at this little bush. We did, little bush right We here. figured out that, that the, the producer had to have been just, like, giving Bob a two-minute warning, and then Bob just pulls out shit out of his ass at the end and just takes <laughs> this picture to the next level. So you're just, that like... That guy was an artist. Dude, he was An so, artiste. Was Not so even so an artist, an artiste. Yeah, but you know Bob smoked a lot of weed. I didn't know that. I... I I didn't know he smoked a lot. I could tell he smoked, but yeah. You know that dude smoked a lot of weed. He was way too chill. People Mr. Are, Rogers probably smoked a lot of weed. Oh, Mr. Rogers was high as fuck. You know it. Are you going to go see that movie? I heard it was pretty good, but sad as well. I don't know. Maybe I'll see it. I, I probably will see it, whether I go see it in theaters or not. I yeah, that's... I don't know if I want somebody to see me cry in the theater. Yeah. I almost... Seems like a- Fun weekend though. I almost cried fucking watching the end of Straight Outta Compton when I was in the theaters. <laughs> yeah, and I like knew Easy E was gonna die. I didn't do shit this weekend. All I did was uh, I went to go. Uh, I I guess I I don't regret going to Toys R Us. I picked up some. Some stuff's really cheap, but you got um, some good scores, bro. I saw yeah, that I, shit in I the middle of my trip. Weekend. Yeah, no, like this is probably one of my best scores. Even though I hit up a bunch of stores, and Toy- Toys R Us did have some good stuff for me too, though. But it was really sad, man. Like really, really fucking sad. If you grew up at Toys R Us, this weekend was not the. Well, it closes this Friday. All stores close this Friday. This was not the week to go. Yeah, I I know you, it was a really special place for you, and you you had a lot of of happy memories there. I mean, I. So much. Pokemon but... cards. Yeah, that's yeah. where I got all my Pokemon cards. My dad would take me to get Beast Wars. That's where I would get my uh, my gaming systems. We would go to this uh, forest preserve uh, in the Burbs. We would drive out there and we would barbecue every Sunday. All the families would get together. All the cousins would get together. And um, me and two other of my cousins, we would pretty much walk a mile to the mall. For anyone in Chicago, North Riverside Mall, we would walk from a forest preserve a mile, and they had a Toys R Us right next to the mall. And um, every weekend, it was the mall, which had Spencer and all a bunch of crazy shit in there. And then we would go to Best Buy and then always Toys R Us to pick up toys, to pick up Pokemon cards, to pick up whatever the fuck we wanted. That was always the spot. And like I said, this week is not the week to go, man. They pretty much, the stores were empty. And everything was moved to the first two aisles and, like, just crammed uh, everything into, like, one space. And it was taped off like a fucking murder scene. They had uh, caution tape so people couldn't walk past, um, like like I said, the second aisle because they they didn't have anything else. Um, I did get to pick up at Toys R Us before I, I got a Darth Vader Legacy Package 40 years, which I opened because it comes with the display of, uh, an X-Wing and the Death Star, and it comes with a stand, so you could stand all your little figures on there, so I I, I put them on there. I didn't open up that Vader, because he came sealed as well. So he came in a big box with the with the display, and then he came sealed in, like, uh, old-school anniversary packaging. Fuck yeah. Like the old-school from uh, <clears throat> Kenner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. When yeah. you when you said the anniversary packaging, I I knew what you were. Yeah, I think they're about. still made by. I think they're still made by Hasbro right now. But yeah, they, it used to be have, Kenner. Kenner. Yeah, used... it just because it still says Kenner on the on the thing, and like they kept it vintage. Like, to, but 
they did make them um, black series size, so six inch instead of uh, I think they were like uh, three and uh, three and three, three quarters. And th- yeah, three and three quarter inch uh, figures before because yeah. they weren't big at all. No, Kenner uh, <clears throat> Kenner was the original owner of the the Star Wars merchandise. Mm-hmm. And oh, so- and then I got um, I got Kelly and uh, Fred from ha- the Halo series in the Halo wave. So you know how I was collecting the Halo toys too. Mm-hmm. So there were six. There were six bucks each. So I'm like, fuck it, I'll pick up these two, and unwind. Like I wasn't going for it, but I completed the wave and I completed the build the figure, which is a crawler snipe, nice. like that weird dog looking thing. Okay. So I I, I completed the bam. I'm like, eh, let me see if let me see what I'm missing, and I put it all together, and then I look at the back of the box, and I'm like, hmm, looks like I completed it. But um, looks like I got the whole wave. I think some were interchangeable, but you I got like six. Your- I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just noticed you rearrange your room again. Yeah, yeah, I do it a lot. I do it a lot. As I said, I don't remember seeing the closet before. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna cover that up. I'm gonna get like a badass uh, sheet display. I'm gonna like, get you uh, a, I'm gonna, maybe Star Wars something. I'm gonna get a fucking my face printed onto a blanket so you can hang it and up. You can send you. it, yeah. Or get the Biffy the Beats Layer one with the. <laughs> you want the shell skull? Crossbone, yeah, and the chef, <laughs> yeah, the chef skull. <laughs> I'll send that. I'll send. That I could change. I could change it. I could change it in and out, especially if it's if I just because I, I plan on putting it on the back and not hanging it on the front, and that way I could just keep on changing it and changing it and changing it every time I want. Yeah, man. I uh, I did notice your your fucking sweet ass scores though, dude. I was stoked for you. I, oh yeah, dude. I got an ATST Walker for fifteen bucks. They were forty bucks. They were at raw, super cheap. Uh, I got AJ Styles Elite. Nice, for five man. bucks, and I got Kevin Owens uh, Universal Title Elite, uh, five bucks. Check out your five and below, guys. That store is fucking sick. Everything is literally five and below. Yeah, five and below is have... cool. Oh yeah, dude. I I'm starting to realize this. Like these past like three weeks, I've been taking my nephews. And I'm like, pick out whatever the fuck you guys want. <laughs> go go crazy. I bought um, I bought many a phone charging cable from five. Oh below. yeah. I bought like a stupid headset for my Xbox, uh, just because I needed a mic to talk to people. Right. Not, I don't want to spend like the ninety dollars yet on the super yeah badass ones. I could wait on that. Like th- these work fine, and for five bucks, fuck it. I got a bunch of cool posters instead of the six ninety nine. You know, knock it down to five bucks. Right. I finally, like a year ago, well, last year for Black Friday or Cyber Monday or whatever, I finally broke down and got like a, a good headset. Because it was on sale for I got like these uh PlayStation fucking gold wireless Bluetooth headphones for like sixty bucks. Yeah. Because they were it was a Cyber Monday sale. Otherwise I would have never bought them. The first set headset I had for my PlayStation four was free. It came Oh yeah. Yeah, my <clears> brother <throat> my brother gets the turtle beaches. So yeah, like I'm not buying the fucking they, turtle. No, beaches. he upgrades them as they come. So I've come across for the Xbox three sixty. His old Turtle Beaches, when I know how awesome they are, but I'm like, I'm not going to spend that much money. But thanks, Driz. Right. They were awesome. Shout out to your brother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They were> awesome. <laughs> Keep upgrading your shit. I'll take all your old stuff. Right. I'll take I'll take you on the podcast. <laughs> I'll take your hand-me-downs, little brother. <laughs> yeah. got the better job, that bastard, but I love him. He's a good guy. I like your brother. Yeah, you just start podcasting and then hand me down his old stuff that he doesn't want, like cameras. Get you an SM7B. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Start getting some fucking good cameras too, bro. Right. <laughs> Probably my next, next purchase for the podcast, some good cameras. Yeah, I've, I've still got to upgrade my shit. 
my vacation on where I had to live on my, well, I didn't have to. The choice I made to quit my job, so I lived off my taxes for a month, left them fucking non-existent, so I didn't get to get my upgrade shit. Don't feel too bad, Jeff, because uh, the government takes my taxes every year because uh, I still owe the money for, uh, yeah, for student loans, so... Yeah. I'm like fuck. I'm like fuck you, government, and they're like, oh yeah, fuck you, bitch, and they they took my money. But I don't owe them that much. It, like I, I'll pay them like probably next year, and then it'll be low enough to where I'll just pay them off with like a quick payment. I owed them like four grand though to begin with, but they've been taking it for like a couple years now. Damn, taking my taxes, those bitches. Damn bitches. Yeah. The fucking government. Only thing I learned is to hate them more. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's something in that little tray. I'm going to take a dab. I'm still trying to get, like, hey, I'm out of work, fucking relaxed high, and it's just not working. I dabbed way too much last night. I was in such a bad mood. I was telling you before we went on, it wasn't really even a bad mood. Like, the day at work was great until we lost power. A fucking car, like, three or four blocks from where I work hit the pole and knocked power out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Which in normal situations at your job would be great. You lose power, you get to go home. Hold on one sec. But not at the plasma center, I'm guessing. No, sir, not at the plasma center where your plasma is stored at a fucking negative forty degree freezer. No, but you like that that's you know, that's reasonable. You <laughs> Well you would think <coughs> on a place that relies on a freezer. <laughs> they would at least would have, have some kind of generator to power the fucking freezers? Mm-hmm. No. Mm, well, that kind of sucks. Right. So everybody else got to go home. Me and my fellow plasma processor, we had to wait for, because um, in situations where the freezers go down, we have to get dry ice and use dry ice in the freezers to keep everything cold. Okay. It's pretty hard to get dry ice as I've come to find out yeah they got a bunch of it well they got as much as they could from our local fucking grocery store but we had to call a company that had that delivers dry ice and fucking pay a lot of money for an after hours call for them to bring a bunch of dry ice Mm. so we get all this dry ice and we have to start putting it into crates with bags to go put them into the freezer but they didn't want to keep going in and out and because the carbon dioxide, if you breathe that shit in, you're fucking, you're done. Yeah. Can't you make bombs with that shit too? Yeah. Yeah, because like... Uh, if you throw it, if you get it, throw it in water, it explodes. I don't know. Shit, but I in, don't know. In college, uh, we we were trying to have like a popsicle sale, the frozen freezy pops or whatever. Yeah. And uh, we were looking for dry ice everywhere. We were, go- we were going everywhere looking for it online. And um, they're like, yeah, you can make bounds with it so they don't let us sell it on uh, close to campus anymore. I was like, god damn it. Yeah. So we never got any. We had actually, we just used ice, but that didn't work. Don't try that. No. No. It, it just melts. It just melts. Yeah, and you got to be careful with the dry ice. You can't let it touch your fucking skin and shit. Oh, yeah, I bet we would. I bet we would have let it touch our skin like idiots. Probably, I would have if I didn't work at this job. Because you know, but no. so we get all the dry ice crated out, and we're getting ready to go put it in the freezer, and the power comes back on. 
So then we had to dump all the dry ice back into the container and fucking, it was just a mess. So I got out of there way later than everybody else. But they gave us, because we did it, it was cool. They gave us an extra hour on top of when we clocked out. So I got fucking bonus hour last night for being a hero and sticking around. Nice. Yay. But yeah, then I just came Good home. for you, Jeff. I didn't have a fucking choice. It wasn't like hey, they were like, still, hey. You still did it, bro. They weren't like, hey, you can go home or you can stay. Had they said that, I'd have been like, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. But, uh, but you stayed, though. But I stayed, that's yeah. What, that's what matters. And then I went home and dabbed my fucking face off. Hey, who's going to blame you? You did what you had to do. I needed it. You rolled up your sleeves and you pulled up yourself by your bootstraps and you fucking <laughs> you kissed the babies and you got the job done yeah yep we got the job how many babies did i kiss none yeah no babies no no kissing do you babies. hate babies don't say that i didn't say i hate babies because full heel podcast is pro babies wait a right? minute whoa don't put words i never said i hate babies i said i didn't kiss any babies i like right. babies i just don't All have right. any babies Okay. Fuck off. Don't put words in my mouth, bro. <laughs> Start getting me hate mail. I didn't say Yeah, hey, I'm just I was just putting it out there that Full Hill Podcast loves babies. Uh, I think you love babies that are in your family. Yeah. What about other people's that's about babies? It. See? No. That, that, that's instinctual. That's not my fault. You that's don't, in my goddamn DNA. That doesn't right? mean you love babies. We're meant to hate other people's babies because they're not ours and we want to <laughs> procreate and advance hey, man. our seed. But I suppressed that, bro. And you're welcome. I think you hate babies. No, like I said, I don't hate my family's babies. That doesn't count. They're still babies. But it doesn't count. They're related to you. You gotta like you gotta like babies that aren't related to you. I'd kiss them on the head and be like, yeah, get out of here. I mean, you don't have to kiss them, but you can't hate them. All right. I'll give you that one. <laughs> don't be kissing strange people's babies. That's that's how you get arrested. What if they wanted me to? This is a little baby. I mean, maybe if they ask, but don't just run up and start kissing the baby because no, that's just weird. That's just weird, and that's how you get the cops called. Yeah. This yeah. PSA has been brought to you by the Average Joe's MMA Show. Yeah, don't run up and kiss random babies. Co-sponsored by marijuana. Ay ay ay. Let's uh let's get into the main card of uh last weekend since uh we didn't record on Tuesday because I needed to not record. It was a rough day. Rough I day. didn't record either. I just played a bunch of video games. I needed to take the day off. Um we did not do well with our picks for this week's card. No, I don't know. I never really uh remembered a I just want to watch the fights. I pick on here, and I don't. I don't really keep track on there. I'll I, give you my picks. I mean, I'm it's like, like, it's real easy to remember what you picked on a four card, four fight yeah. main card, <laughs> especially when you only got one right. <laughs> I did not do well. I did say that I thought Leon Edwards would probably win, but that was it. But Leon I Edwards. I, I don't remember if I had Edwards or Cerrone. I think you took Cerrone. We both. I mean, we both took we did, Cerrone. We both took Pedro. I know that for sure. Yeah, we both took Pedro. I took. I took Cerrone, but I just pointed out that I was really 
starting to wonder if he's at the end of his career and whatever. But I I went with you and picked Cerrone. But they had a badass fight though. It was a good fight. Cowboy and uh, Leon. I think it came down to the last round. Yeah. But I Leon mean, Edwards, the rounds that he won were a lot more decisive than the ones that Cowboy won. Cowboy kind of eked it out, eked out his rounds, and uh, Leon Edwards were more uh, dominant rounds. What round? Did, how many rounds did you give Cowboy? Uh, may, maybe three or four. You gave him maybe, so maybe two rounds you gave him? Yeah. And I think it came down to the fifth. I think I think Edwards kind of took off after second, and uh, Cowboy t- uh, picked it up a little bit. Edwards was very dominant early on. I think Cowboy picked it up a little bit more. Yeah, I gave. I mean, I would say that the second round or the third round, I mean, was probably the round I was would have for given Cowboy for Cowboy. Yeah, that's and if, I mean, if you look at the stats, it's the only round that it was close and he out nudged him by one significant strike and had 12 yeah. seconds of control yeah leon edwards, leon edwards was able just to jam him so much more he wasn't he wasn't letting donald get his game off no and then he was able to get some shots off uh Cerrone was able to land some good shots but it just not, he couldn't really put anything together or really hurt leon no. you could tell leon physically the stronger a little bit bigger dude from the two of them and I just think it's it's he's younger and it was a great fight, man. It, great it was a box. good fight. It was a good fight. Yeah, I thought fight. I thought it was a much better fight for Leon Edwards than it was for for Cowboy. Mm-hmm. I thought it was better that Cowboys looked in a loss in a while because he didn't get knocked out. Yeah, but and he he didn't really get put in danger. Danger. No, either. he he didn't really get put in danger. Danger, but. He got pieced up for five rounds. Yeah, yeah and that that cut really. Yeah, that early didn't cut. Help him out. Yeah, cut in the first round from a knee, and then Leon yeah. Edwards lands some elbows after it too. But it was like I didn't. You saw the Cowboy trying attacks, but they were everything that he always does. He didn't try to do mm-hmm. anything. I saw him try for that combination that he caught Rick Story with a couple times with the head the hook to the body or the, you know, the, the little shovel hook to the body and then trying to come back for the kick. But it just, Leon Edwards knew he, he's been watching Cowboy his whole life. This is, this is the problem for, for guys like Cowboy. This is what, like what we saw with Anderson Silva when, when he started losing fights and stuff, it's just that the, these younger competition that have been watching these guys their whole career, they know what you're gonna do because you haven't changed things. Even even in the takedown department, uh, Cerner wasn't even like he's got a really good shot. Yeah, but if you don't set it up, they're gonna find out how to st- stuff your really good shot and eventually work their way to stopping you from uh, you know well getting you up from that position. And Cerner doesn't really you know mix up the strikes and then go in for the takedown. He kind of shoots in from a little far, not setting it up. And Leon Edwards was kind of expecting that the whole time. Mm-hmm. Still, still using his kickboxing effectively because he knew this guy was just going to throw uh, shots that were not set up. So he, you know, he didn't have to worry about that shit. Um, I don't know. 
I I don't I, I don't think like Cowboys Cowboy. done. I'm not. No, I, exactly. But exactly, that's what I was trying to get. I don't, I don't think Cowboys done at all. But we're getting Leon into Edwards the twilight is of his on, the, on the rise. Absolutely, Leon Edwards is on the rise. Um, there's another He's young Masvidal. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. call out. Let's go. But Masvidal's. I, I want to see if Masvidal can get it to the floor because he's got really j- good jits too. I'd like. I mean, <clears throat> another fight maybe. Well, depending on Leon's a little bit higher of a trajectory towards the top, but I, um, just based off beating Cowboy and stuff. But I would like to maybe see him and Vincente Luque go again. I Is that the loss he's got? Nah, the uh, Vincente Luque's loss. Yeah. Edwards beat. Oh, so Edwards got a win over Luke. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> it's not like he needs to avenge it. It's more for me being a fan of Vincente Luca. I'd like to see. But Luca has been winning as well, though, and yeah. uh, impressively. So, yeah, he got who a, knows? A, but, a, no, I, I, it, it kind of seems like they've already seen each other, and they'd rather have him on different tracks. Maybe they'll meet uh, if one of them could, you know, if both of them can make it to the top, they'll meet there. I don't, even think, I, don't, I, I don't even think Vincente is ranked at the moment. So it, he fell out of the top 15, I believe, when he lost to Leon Edwards. I'd definitely like to see uh, Donald pick up a win. Maybe give him a, you know, 15. Nothing, nothing lower than that. No, you don't have to drop too low in competition. He just he's it, it's the top level, the upper echelon guys. He doesn't need to fight anymore. Yeah, somewhere from ten to fifteen. This was this was a good fight. It's just uh, he just I don't know. He needed to pick it up a gear. He needed to step it up a little bit, and he just couldn't seem to do it. I don't know if like he I has said, that I, other I gear. Well, he's, he's sick. He was sick going into the fight, and almost pulled out. He sat after, and uh, but uh, I, there's an article of, from MMA Fighting <clears throat> where it was talking about, uh, you know, he said, uh, this is the first time in my career that I ever almost called Dana White and said, I'm not coming to work today. He said, and then I looked at myself in the mirror and said, man, you're not that guy, just go. But that had nothing to do with the way I fought. I'm proud that I, for myself, for actually getting there and fighting he said, I don't have any remorse. I just don't think that lo- that I lost any stock either. He said he was just sick and throwing up, not uh, just feeling like he couldn't get out of bed. So, I don't know. I mean, he can say all he wants. It didn't affect his performance, but it definitely that's probably why you couldn't get that other fucking gear going. Mm-hmm. That and like you mentioned earlier, kind of Leon kind of had him figure it out. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I I, I think it's him. more so his his game and his style not changing whatsoever, sticking to a, a similar game plan he's always fought like. Yeah, and, and even not adapting that much within the fight itself. Exactly. Exactly. Because like I said, he, he he was getting jammed, man. Every time he was trying to come forward to set something up, Leon was boom coming forward with a little bit faster, sticking the jab out. And it was just disrupting Donald's uh, rhythm. Well, the rhythm he never got. He could never get into. Um, He he was trying to get into it. Like I said, third or fourth, he picked it up a little bit. But Leanne was able to pick up on that. And I think Leanne might have taken off those rounds, too. It was his first time in the... Championships, yeah. Yeah, in the championship rounds. So that could have been a factor as well. But I know 
I know Leon Edwards felt like he needed to get a finish to make a statement against a guy like Cowboy, but I thought he fought a good fight. It was an impressive performance. And a good call out. Not, not, oh my God, he knocked out Cowboy. Impressive, but, you know, you did some shit. You, you showed some, some good technique and some, a good game. I'll take it. And a great call out, like you said, yeah. Uh, Coming event, it didn't take long for Ovent St. Prue to pick up the submission win over Tyson Pedro. We picked wrong. It seemed like we picked right for the for a second. Yeah, and then... the first the first two minutes and thirteen seconds of the fight. Yeah, it did. He, he was St. Prue was in super danger, and I think if Pedro would have stuck to maybe ground and pound and strikes, he probably could have put St. Prue out of there. But he he went for a guillotine, and I think even Hardy mentioned that it's going to be tough for him to get the guillotine here on the taller guy when he's just trying to uh, get it against the cage like that. When you're not wrapping the legs and you're not stretching out the body, when you have the legs wrapped around, he was just kind of trying to, you know, well, yeah, jerk his neck, and St. Prue was able to pop it out. Yeah, being the shorter guy, you can't get that lift and leverage. Mm -hmm. So I think he would have been in a better situation if he would have stuck to the strikes, but a costly mistake that St. Prue capitalized on. They kind of got into a scramble there for a second, and uh, St. Prue wound up in dominant position. And uh, got him in a straight fucking armbar. Her like a, yeah, it was it was an armbar of sorts. But this guy was on top. It was a Kimura at first from the top, Americana. which was, Americana, which really would have done anything. And then uh, hey, and then he went for the straight armbar. Yeah, he finished him with the. Yeah, they were calling it. A, they were calling it an Americana. Oh no, because this was definitely on the elbow. The Americana is the, the shoulder. That's what, the I, shoulder th one. That's what yeah. I thought, too, but that's what I'm just saying what the uh, the commentary were saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, because he, he, he jacked that elbow up. It looked like a little bit I'm sure hyperextended. It, I'm it. sure it did some damage. I think it also fucks up the... They might be right, though, because I think the way he was twisting it, it also fucks up the... The shoulder. Yeah, the shoulder as well, but that you could see how that that bend in the in the arm. Yeah. You could see it in the elbow. Who knows? Who we're gonna ask him? Hey, which one did you tap? Uh, tap to the shoulder or the arm? Right. Or the, or the elbow. I'll uh, I'll we'll, we'll tweet Tyson Pedro and find out. Yeah, we'll let you guys know. We'll get back to you. Uh, second fight of the main card: Jessica I picks up the decision win over Jessica Rose Clark. Jessica, I, I think, is going to be dangerous at the 125 division because of just being a bantamweight before. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> like, I think she was always a tougher bantamweight, but just not that in a position she could do much because she was kind of just a little bit smaller than everybody. But she's used to getting hit by bantamweight, so I don't think there's going to be a 125-pounder that's really going to be able to rock her. I think Jessica I is going to stay around the same position she was at bantamweight. I don't, I don't, I don't think she gets the title unless she gets it off of Nico. I don't think if she's going to get the gets title. There, no, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know if Nico's going to have it once. Uh, yeah. What's her face gets a hold of her. Mm -hmm. But 
I don't know. I maybe I'm always been a hater of Jessica. I. She's just never really impressed me. Her fights have never really been that impressive. I don't think she's going to be the champion, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying I think she's going to be able to do some more damage in this division and and be somewhat of a threat into the she'll, top 10. Then, she'll definitely get the decisions going her way in this. Well, and division. she's she's bigger, she's stronger than a lot of these girls. Um, it's kind of like when not as talented as uh, Jessica Andrade, but similar to when Jessica Andrade made the drop from 135 to, uh, down to 115. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just like, she's used, she knows what it feels like to get hit by bigger girls. These smaller girls aren't good. They don't hit as hard, so she doesn't have to fear it as much. Yeah. But. You know, I don't think she's going to beat Valentina Shevchenko or Sajera Eubanks. Uh, I think she could give Alexis Davis a pretty good fight. Lauren Murphy, Caitlin Chukagian. <clears throat> um, she she can definitely get a lot of those decisions. Right. That, but that's that's what's in front of her. She's at number nine. Yeah. She's got Roxanne Modafferi, Barb Honachek or Hanchik. Lish Karmouche, Caitlin Chukagian, Lauren Murphy, Alexis Davis, Sajara Eubanks, Valentina Shevchenko, and then your champion, Nico Montana. A lot of those girls, she can eke out decisions over. Yeah. Oh Montefiore is a stronger, or is a is a taller girl, but I think um, Jessica I is a much stronger girl than Roxanne Montefiore. I don't really know much about Barb Honchek. Um... She's probably not going to out-wrestle Lish Carmouche, but she can Hunchak's probably... pretty good. I think she's a champion in, in Invicta. She can, I think so. She's got a good chance of outstriking her. Caitlin Chukagian, I don't know. Lauren Murphy's kind of eh. And then, like I said, I think Alexis Davis, it's a, it's a decent matchup for her. Because Jessica Rose Clark's a pretty good striker, and she couldn't do much... Yeah, she was just coming forward a lot. Right. She wasn't letting Rose Clark in a lot to what you said. She's used to getting hit by the bigger girl, so she doesn't Don't fight. She doesn't fear Rose Clark striking. Right. She That's, had her on the move. Right. Once she feels your power, she doesn't and it's not as bit as much as she's been hit by a bantamweight. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, anybody catches you in the right spot, the lights are going out, but it's a lot less likely for her, you know, she feels a lot less likely like it could happen by power. Yeah, so definitely. Um, so she doesn't have to respect your striking as much and just keep coming forward. I hope we get to see her versus Shevchenko and not respect Shevchenko. Boom. Well, like I said, the top the top two is a different yeah. story. Yeah. But even the top three, it's not because so I think I think Alexis Davis is at three. So. <laughs> no, you're right. You're definitely right because she's gone to decisions with a lot of uh, top talent um, girls that it, she, she's lost by split decision. Mm-hmm. So she, she, like I said, she she's going to come on on a lot of winning decisions now because she is the bigger girl. She will have a little bit more control over these girls in uh, forward pressure, and she won't be scared of be, getting knocked out. So right, I think this is a lot better division for her. And she looked pretty jacked too. Yeah, she looked. I mean, she looked big. Yeah, she's she's got a loss. A split decision loss to Alexis Davis. And that was all the way back in 2014. So, 
can run in again at some point if she gets up there. I would I would like to watch that fight. But a loss to Misha Tate, Juliana Pena, Sarah McMahon, Betch Cohea. And she outstruck oh, one. And she outstruck Betch Cohea, so I you know. Didn't she kinda get did she get screwed out of that fight? I think so. I think so too, if I remember right. I think she should have won that one. If yeah, I think I think so. So we shall Maybe see. A- <clears throat> we shall see. Uh, Li Jing Lang in the opening fight to picks up the decision win over Diace Abe. Uh, great job for Abe. Me not knowing who the fuck he is. Yeah, but he looked all Li right. Li Jing man. Li just doesn't Still stop, look- man. Yeah, dude. He looks super impressive. <laughs> Even though he didn't get the, um, the 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 finish win, he got the decision win. He did not stop coming forward. The pressure was there. He was kicking the shit out of uh, Abe's legs. Yeah, I mean Abe landed some pretty good kicks to to Lee's legs too. Mm-hmm. But Jilling just did not stop. He was relentless mm-hmm. with the forward pressure, my friend. Very much forward pressure. And effective forward pressure too, landing strikes. Yeah. And effective strikes. It was. Uh, I was very impressed with uh, with Li Jing Lang. The leech. Yeah. Uh, that's it for that card. That's it for that card. What's your What's your thoughts? Overall, uh, it was a good card. It was a Singapore card. It was an early card, so I didn't get to watch it till after work. Um, and I waited till like afterward and it sucks when you do that because everyone kind of spoils it, but you can't really complain when it's a live sports event. So, right. That's, <clears throat> those are always been exceptions, you know? Live yeah. Sports. Like you, you complain all you want, but it's a live <clears throat> sports event. It's, yeah. It's different. Yeah. So I kind of saw a lot of the, the, the victories beforehand. So they kind of ruined it, yeah. but it was a good part. A lot of new names. I'm gonna I'm gonna bank a lot of these names now that I have to remember who they are, and and it did help. Look, uh, it helped a lot when I watched the contender series, and then these guys were coming up from the contender series into the UFC. I was like, wait a minute, I've seen these guys. They're from the contender series, so I already had a little bit of knowledge beforehand, and that's why I started watching the contender series. I missed this week, but Valentina Shevchenko got a decision win and got a contract, so that's awesome. Valentina Shevchenko's sister. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Antonia Shevchenko. Antonia, yeah. But no, this was a good card with a lot of uh, new names uh, from Asia or from around that area, from Singapore area. But, yeah. Yeah. It was a decent card. Week off this week. So... No card to preview. Oh, yeah, right. Not until July 6th, right? And there's two crammed right in your butt. Yeah. Back to back. The Ultimate Fighter finale is on the Friday night next week, I believe. And then. And then the. And then UFC 226. Yeah. After the old 4th of July. Yeah, 4th of July on Wednesday. This year, the scheduling of it kind of sucks. Stupid world. Why do you have to spin the same every fucking year? 
because it's the airline on fucking Wednesday. So yeah, it does suck because it's like uh, <clears throat> at least like for me, it's kind of even more fucky because um, next weekend is my weekend to work, so I have to work on Saturday. So I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday off. Work Thursday, Friday off. Work Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah, it kind of sucks. It's going to suck. It's stupid. Yeah. It's stupid. I hate it. But, I mean, at least for you, you get, what like, Wednesday off in the middle of the week, then you go back for two days, and then you're done. Yeah. I got. I mean, it's cool. Like, I, as much as it is stupid to say, like, having the day off on Friday sucks, but it does kind of suck because you're like, oh, man, kind of relax, and you get into weekend mode, and then it's like, oh, hey, by the way, you got to fucking work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't really do anything Friday night because you got to work early as piss on Saturday. So Stupid. I might work Saturday, but that's overtime. And that's if if I really don't want to go, then I won't go. But I always I always do. I got to work tomorrow, and then I'm done for the week. But I have to work like ten ten hours or something, ten and a half hours tomorrow. Yeah, but these two cards are pretty good, though. Yeah, we'll probably uh, probably do that way. We can we just break it up and we'll do the preview for. The fight night, Ultimate Fighter finale on uh, Tuesday, maybe, and, and then the card on Thursday. Sounds good. Ooh, sounds good. Ooh wee! Speaking of fucking Barb Honchak, she fighting Roxanne Modafi. Oh no, Modafferi, please don't fight anymore. <laughs> the Happy Warrior, bro. The Happy Warrior. Man, she like lulls you to sleep. I'm sorry to say it. You know, all respect to her because she's in the UFC and she's a fighter. And she, she, she has heart, man. She goes out there and she takes a beating. But I do not enjoy watching her fight. No, I'm not gonna lie. No, I like I liked her personality on the Ultimate Fighter. Oh yeah, I... she's she's a she's a beautiful person. Mm-hmm. She's a beautiful person. She is. She is a very. But, and yeah. I, I and I'm not even talking about the, her second. I didn't watch the second stint. Uh, the, this is all the way back when she was on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, oh, okay. The first time for the yeah. bantamweights. Well, they gave her a title shot because uh, what? Because of the what's her face? Sajara missed weight. Sajara missed weight. Yeah. Which I mean, Roxanne had a really good career in Invicta mm-hmm. after um, not. She's got a good ground game. She's got really yeah. good jits. Yeah, she's got really good jits. Got those weird, like, uh, stretchy limbs or joints are all weird and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this Ultimate Fighter card's not bad. Not bad at all. We'll get into that on uh, on Tuesday. Um, no, it isn't. Because <laughs> Israel Adesanya's fighting. Ooh-wee! Wait. Do they not have any of the other... Oh, okay, it's because they don't because have they any of the fights they, on there, right? Yeah. They oh, have okay. It. They have it. They, we won't get that. Or that that might have just happened last night. I don't I'm know. like, wait a minute. I'm like, I've seen all these guys <laughs> except Peña and uh, Small. And I'm like, I've seen all these people. I'm like, are those the ones that won the show? Was that, are they only having one? <laughs> no, they'll pop them in there. They'll pop them in there. They won't announce it till next week after the or put them on there until after the episodes Ooh. aired. Ostovich, oh my God, she's so man. I I noticed that. Like I clicked on, dude. Ostovich is fine. She's thick. 
Yep. I think she's Hawaiian or something. Uh-huh. Please win so we can keep you in the UFC. Yeah. Montana De La Rosa's not bad looking either, though. Ah, uh, nah, but... And 8-4. and four. There's just some uh, there's just some assets that uh, no, I feel Rachel you. has that. Yeah, you know. as I said, she's thick. Thicker than a snicker. Mm. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> I apologize. Yeah, that's... Mm, yeah, I know, man. I was looking at her picture. Okay, I can't help it. I like thick girls. Uh, let's get into some news. Start off with a couple of retirements. Rashad Evans officially announced his retirement from MMA Monday on the uh, ESPN's Ariel Hawani MMA show. Um, I'm not. He had, a, he had an awesome career. Yeah, he had a good career. You won yourself a championship. Um, you got beat up by John Jones. It looks like. Uh, <clears throat> Looks like Jackson Winklejohn at that time made the right decision <laughs> yeah. in the beef. No, I I have I was always a fan of Rashad's uh you know, since since the Ultimate Fighter discovering who he was and that realizing the that I had worked out with him when I was in high school at Michigan State wrestling camp and stuff, so it immediately made me a fan from the beginning. <clears throat> oh, Jesus. Um, but watching him fight, the, the, it just hasn't been the same for years. Yeah, you're 100% right. And he's definitely got something going on with those commissions that pulled him out of the fights with Toronto and New York last year. So, Yeah, they never really cleared that up, right? That head trauma stuff that he was going through. Yeah, it never really got cleared, but yeah, Tim Kennedy was the one that revealed it was some kind of head issue. Yeah. On Ariel Hawani's show. They're buddies, though, so I don't know how mad Rashad is. I don't know either. But, yeah, good career for Rashad. Uh, He'll be fine. I'm glad I got to see him his last fight. I'm super high. I don't know if I just mentioned that. Um, Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got to see his last fight live. That's cool. Yeah. I got to see him get knocked out, but, you know. Yeah. The crowd went crazy for him when he uh, he came out. Yeah. Yeah. People like him. Uh, Johnny Hendricks also <laughs> announces his retirement from MMA. <laughs> Johnny just and did. he announces that he is reopening Big Rick Steakhouse. Ah, uh, that was, one's a lie. But. You, you, I saw you steal that bit <laughs> from who? Wasn't it fucking? Who was it? Somebody in the in the uh, in your group? Was it? That was me. Was it you? Yeah, that was me. I thought it was Jamie. I thought Jamie. No, did. I responded to Jamie. I thought Jamie. I thought Jamie said, "Do you think he'll start the Big Rig Steakhouse back up?" No, because he posted the news, and I responded to him. My bad. That was me. My bad. But I would like to point out, Johnny Hendricks beat George St. Pierre. I don't care what the fuck Ryan says. <laughs> I love you, Ryan, but he lost that fucking fight, and he beat okay. George into goddamn fucking retirement. Don't no comment. Everybody knows he won that fight. I, I would like to go back and watch it before I comment again. Oh. It was a close fight. I'd like to say that much. Johnny won that fight. 
and it was a controversial decision. So I'd like to go back and watch that fight and, and I score think, it. And I think Johnny won both the Lawler fights personally. I know a lot of people say it's the other way around. I gave Johnny both fights, but that's just mm-hmm. me. But I, I think Johnny won that fight against George St. Pierre. It's not often I'll say that about Johnny, but those are three instances. <laughs> but, yeah, well, you know, it's it's definitely taken a a dive off the cliff, his career. Oh, has. God, yeah, USADA killed his career. It's not like a Cerrone. It's not like, oh, he's still, like. No. He, he could still pick up wins. It's like, oh, my no. God, what's going on, Johnny? Nope. He's, he's not making weight. Couldn't make weight. Fuck out. Right. And when he went up, he got his ass beat. He's never, he just, he's looked terrible. terrible. Yeah, and Cerrone's been getting better competition. This guy's been getting decreasingly worse competition. Maybe Johnny ends up in Ryzen and he can juice. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe Bellator. Maybe Bellator, but. I don't think he wants to go to Bellator's 185 division either because Moose, oh yeah, Rory. I forget that that division is building up some up. fucking some killers too. Yeah, man, that's not. He's going to Ryzen if he's going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Bellator is a big no. I don't even know why Machida made that decision. Speaking of, fucking Leo to Machida announces that he has signed with Bellator. As long as he's going to stay at light if he stays at light heavyweight in Bellator, okay. But if he's going to try to fight at 185 in Bellator, he's going to get fucking murked. He already got beat by Moose, didn't he? Yeah. I don't so. I don't know what he's going to do. I don't it's not, it doesn't say what. Just says uh we're pleased to announce the signing of former world champion Leota Machida to an exclusive multi-fight contract. We look forward to seeing the dragon compete inside the Bellator cage in the near future. So I don't know where he's gonna fight at. Yeah. We shall find out. Yeah. Uh Josh Barnett confirms that he has departed from the UFC. Uh Barnett released a statement on Sunday in which he confirmed that he has officially parted ways with the USC after a five year run with the promotion. Uh in the statement, Barnett writes that he appreciates his time he spent with the UFC. He believes they have a structure in place to create their stories, but that isn't my story. He indicates that he will continue fighting, though beyond that he's unsure of what his next move will be. Um Quote, the debacle with USADA over the last year and a half has also influenced my decision to exit the UFC. Their dodged insistence uh, or dogged insistence to punish me for what they absolutely knew was an issue of contamination was unethical. By trying to manufacture any reason they could legitimize to increase sanctions against me was unacceptable. And further, uh, the further stance to necessitate my retaining counsel and do legal battle with them in the presence of an arbitrator was unnecessary. They preferred an adversarial to just a just and fair process. I cannot in good conscience trust them to act in good faith or perhaps maybe even wish to look to enact some sort of vengeance in an, in an attempt to cancel out my victory against them in arbitration. It's not the kind of environment that I want to spend my final years of my career. 
Can you blame the dude? No. Not really. Uh, this time he was fucking... He was in the right, and they tried to fuck him. Mm-hmm. He took a suspension when they caught him the first time, so that's that. But this time they tried to fuck him in the ass, and uh, he's like, fuck this. I don't have enough time to go through another one of these uh, anal probes, so I'm going to go do my thing over here where they're not going to try to catch me on bullshit. So Yeah, well, I mean, we know where he's going. Oh, yeah. He's going back to Japan. He should go to Ryzen. He's doing uh, New Japan commentary anyway. It works out for him. That's what they I love mean. him in Japan. That's what I mean. He he loves it. They love him in Japan. He loves Japan. They're going. To, you know, he can go over and wrestle. Um, which he loves to do. So. He's a catch wrestler, bro. Yeah. I I just think. All in all, it's it's the best thing for him. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing for him. The best. It's the best the bears. in the world. The bears. Uh, Bellator announces a broadcast deal with uh, streaming service. I don't even know how the fuck you pronounce this. Dazon? Dazon? Like a Pazone? Well, it's, it's D-A-Z-N. But I thought... I saw somebody on Twitter say something about not fucking calling it the zone. I don't know what it is, but it's yeah, Dazen Dazon. That's that's their streaming service. I've never even I've never even heard this fucking shit until uh these guys signed the the deal with them and announced it on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But no more uh <clears throat> no more tape delay Bellator events on the Paramount Network. So that's cool. Ever? Well, they're still going to... Uh, <clears throat> so it goes, the partnership will see Bellator air seven events per year exclusively on that network, plus an additional 15 events that will be simulcast in the United States on both Paramount Network and on the streaming service. Events that are that air via tape delay on Paramount will nonetheless be streamed live on the streaming service. Okay, good. So we'll be able to catch them on there then. And like, they won't be airing here for I, I'm guessing for like regular programming. But you can catch it on the streaming service because they do have it. Well, you'll as their regular programming. It'll still. So if the fight's in England, when it's on in the middle of the day. Or Ireland, which they've done a lot of fights. When it's on in the middle of the day, you'll be able to watch it on the streaming service instead of having to wait until 8 o'clock at night when it comes on uh, Spike or Bellator or uh, mm-hmm. on Paramount and you already yep. know what the hell happened. So <clears throat> I wish I knew how to pronounce this goddamn uh, platform, though. But uh, the deal is slated to launch with the September 29th event in San Jose that features the champion versus champion super fight between Gegard Mousasi and Rory McDonald, a fourth match between MMA legends Vandalay Silva and Quentin Jackson, and the start of Bellator's upcoming welterweight Grand Prix, which we will talk about. This event will air exclusively on the streaming network. Somebody that is in the know, please feel like feel free to 
text me the pronunciation of this shit because I'm, I'm gonna call it the Pizone. <laughs> yeah, it's exclusively on the Pizone. Um, doesn't even say how much it's gonna cost. But uh, they also. The the service also signed a partnership with the Perform Group owned streaming. Wait, uh, yeah. Oh, that's that. It's so that's who owns the service as the Perform Group. Uh, but they did a deal last month with Eddie Hearn's match matchroom boxing promotion. Uh, worth a billion dollars over eight years. Holy shit! God damn. But the the service will stream 32 boxing cards per year on the platform, and combined with Bellator's partnership, could soon be a viable player in the combat sports space. From launch, you're going to have access to premium boxing uh, fight nights or a premium prime MMA fight every single week of the year. How do you pronounce your service's name, though? We shall find out. It's interesting. Depending on the price point. If it's decent enough, I might consider picking it up because I don't have the option to watch the Paramount Network through my cable service. I have Sling, so right. I'm good with that. I'll just wait for it to come out at 8. Yeah, I, I mean, I probably won't even do it because I'll just watch them on the internet later. Uh, what else? Yeah, so Bellator is targeting a welterweight Grand Prix for September. Um, going to be, let's see if it's going to be similar to the heavyweight Grand Prix. Um, the promotion officials confirmed on Tuesday that the announcement of the new nine-figure multi-million deal between, yeah, sorry, hang on. Yep. Uh, Douglas Lima and Andre Korshkev, the former champions, are linked to the potential tournament field, as have Michael Venom Page and Paul Daly. However, the eight-man field is yet to be finalized. McDonald, the current welterweight champ, will also be introduced into the tournament's bracket in 2019. Um, Yeah. There's also the potential contenders of Lorenz Larkin, John Fitch, uh, Brennan Ward, Naaman Gracie, and Ed Ruth. That could also be factors into the eight-man tournament. I actually like the tournament thing that they're doing. The heavyweight one's pretty cool. Um, I just wish it didn't take so long, but these guys need time to recover, and they can't do them all in one night, I understand. Yeah, but everybody so. bitched for the longest. Because remember when Bellator was exclusively tournament only? No. You don't remember that? Uh Uh-uh. Yeah, when Bellator... I remember they used to have a lot of tournaments, but... It was pretty much only tournaments. Okay. And it was all mostly lighter guys. Um, But yeah, it was like all To get to the belt, right? If you won the tournament, you got to the belt. Yeah, I remember they had a lot of those. It was every year, wasn't it? Yeah. And that was pretty much all they did was the tournament went through the year. And they just had multiple weight tournaments. But, they I mean, Bellator used to only be, like, 
125, 130, or like 135, 145, and maybe 155 for the longest mm-hmm. time. Because that's where Joe Warren fucking made his name. Fighting that's in- where uh, Eddie Alvarez got to fight too, right? A bunch. Yeah, and... Uh, that's why him and... Uh, his old, his former fucking Bellator driver, Chandler, is going to be a free agent. Yeah, but that's why they fought each other so much, right? Because of the tournament style, they kept on uh, facing I think, each other. I think by then, though, it was like they had... Was it uh, gone already? It was gone already, yeah. Yeah. Or it started to go by the wayside. Because they only fought twice, didn't they? I think they, they fought three times. Did they fight three times? Yeah. Or you might be right. I think they only. I think. I think they're one and one. Yeah, I think they were supposed to fight a third time, and the fight got canceled. And then Eddie got mm-hmm. out of his contract finally. Yeah, I think that's what might have happened. Because Bellator, because Bjorn, Bjorn fucked Eddie hard and put him in a really shitty contract that kept him in Bellator forever. And then tried to sue him. Yep. Yep. I really hope Chandler ends up in the UFC, though. I want to see him and Eddie fight again. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. And I and I think Chandler still can add to the mix of that deep 155 division. Yeah. If he doesn't get kicked in the nerve again, they stop the fight. That sucked. Yeah, that's Such a freak accident. That was fucked. That was fucked. Uh, Fight Nights Global releases Nikita Krylov, and now Nikita Krylov is negotiating a potential UFC Moscow return. Um, According to the president of Fight Nights Global, they have released surging Ukrainian Nikita Krylov with a view of him making a return to the octagon at UFC Moscow in September. Uh, MMA team Dagestan first reported the news of Krylov possibly fighting on the UFC's inaugural Russian card. Jesus, I can't talk today. Russian card on Twitter Friday. Um, in a comment released to MMA Fighting, the Fight Night's global boss claimed that because his contract was up in August, the promotion decided they did not want to prevent him from entering negotiations with the UFC and have released him from his contract. A.K.A. somebody paid them some money. Somebody gave him that cheddar. Yeah, or 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 somebody fucking or Putin was like, "Yo, let him go." Yeah. Um. Kind of, so yeah, the UFC is coming to Russia in September, and so they're trying to get him worked out so he can fight. Fuck it. Let's get in that Russian market. Everyone's already scared of all the Russians in the UFC. No one wants to fight those motherfuckers. Well, and I mean, he's already a, a big name over there. Mm-hmm. Um, he recorded four consecutive victories, or has recorded four consecutive victories since choosing to leave the UFC following a loss to Misa Shirkinov back at UFC 206. Most recently, he scored a knockout over fellow UFC veteran Fabiano Maldonado. Fabio Maldonado to claim the Fight Night's Global Light Heavyweight title. And Light Heavyweight needs some more dudes. Yeah, I remember when he when he left, um, it was kind of a kind of a blow to the to the two oh five division. Mm-hmm. Well yeah, that division is lacking in depth. That's why uh 
was it Jake Matthews this weekend winning was pretty cool. And the in the fashion he did. I think he was a two oh five. No, actually he dropped to one eighty five. What am I talking yeah, about? Yeah, I'll say Jake Matthews dropped to one eighty five, didn't he? Yeah. Um He did look older though and a lot better, but he might have dropped. So I could be wrong. According to Misha Tate, she has no plans to return to MMA. Quote, I don't feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, you just had a baby, though. Like That's why you don't feel like you're missing anything. Let's talk after a few months, you know, a year after having the baby. Let's see if you want to start fighting again. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. Maybe she'll be one of the few that stays away. I, I don't believe it, but we'll see. Uh oh, James Vick is going to replace Ally Quinta to face Justin Gagey at the UFC Lincoln event. I wonder what happened to Al. They haven't disclosed what happened. He was shooting know, a lot man. of shots at uh, Dana. Yeah, as I say, well, he shared uh, so the UFC shared the story, not the story of the fight, but just shared the poster or whatever, trying to promote the fight, and Al shared it on Twitter and called the hashtag fake news. So. I'm sure it was some kind of negotiation dispute, and he fucking t- took his ball and went home. Probably, most likely. I like Al as a fighter, but he's just kind of an asshole, and he's losing his fucking mind. Like even Matt Sarah said he's losing his fucking mind. <laughs> he's a loose cannon. Hey, the guy's a realtor, and he likes fighting. Right. Uh, James Gallagher to meet uh, newcomer Ricky Bendejas, ben, yeah, at the bantamweight bow at Bellator 204, which is taking place in South Dakota, and he's moving to bantamweight. Yeah, yep, Gallagher is making his debut at bantamweight. Uh, 4-0 with Bellator since signing back in 2016. This is their young Conor McGregor, right? Yeah, this is the the young kid from SPG. Well, good luck, man. They're bringing up Bellator seems to be doing the right things with their young talent and bringing, bringing them up. And uh, Gallagher can fight. He can yeah. Fight. And he's so what's wrong with huge. getting them some fights, though? No, nah, they kind of did him dirty, though. I felt I felt like he kind of should have gotten the the opening spot in the uh, New York City card they did last year that they gave to Pico. I mean, I know Pico was a fucking big prospect, but he hadn't fought in the organization. And yeah, it was Pico's first fight, right? Gallagher, yeah, and Gallagher had his huge fucking. Every time they go to Ireland when he fights, if he's not the main event, pretty much the whole arena leaves after he gets done fighting. I think it was Rampage. They did Rampage and somebody as a main event. Or no, it was King Mo. King Mo and somebody Rampage? Else. No, it wasn't King Mo and Rampage. It was <coughs> King Mo and somebody else, and then the entire arena fucking just dipped out after Gallagher fought because he was the co-main event. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I like Gallagher. I think he's gonna make some fucking make some noise down at Bantamweight. Um, Angela Magana has got herself a fight against Kanako Murata for the upcoming Ryzen 
event, which is going to take place. Horizon 11 scheduled for July 29th at the Saitama Sports Arena. We'll feature the return of Darren Crookshanks against newcomer Tom Santos. Oh, I'm sorry. She'll be at the Ryzen 12. See how she does over there? Man, I don't think she's going to do much better. I think you're, I think you're right on that one. <laughs> I really don't. I don't know if Koscheck's retiring, but I heard Koscheck's retiring as well. Uh, let me show. You. I mean, that's that's probably a good thing too. To be honest, I haven't really heard a lot from him in these past like five years. Well, he signed with Bellator, and then he really never fought. Yeah, I think him. They were trying to set him and Paul Daly up, and it never happened. Uh, one, well, two <clears throat> news stories. Uh, announced earlier today, Yancey Medeiros pulled out of his fight on uh, Saturday against Mike Perry. Um, it's a broken rib that's forced Yancey Medeiros from his welterweight fight. Uh, they announced shortly before we went on the air, about an hour, that uh, it looks like Mike Perry will be facing Paul Felder. It's, uh, I mean, 155 are jumping in last minute to fight. I love, I love Paul Felder, but I don't like his chances against Mike Perry. Yeah, is this, it's going to be a 170 or 155? It's got to be a 170, right? I think, I think it's going to be a 155 because Paul Felder was, because he, he, he had tweeted, he's like, no. fuck, he's like, the second time, he's like, this is fucked up, mm. I have to try to make weight, and nope. I can't get a fight. It's right here. Lightweight contender Paul Felder will move up to 170 pounds to take on Perry. Perry at a 55er, I knew that. Yeah, okay. So, no, this fight's taking place at 170. Because Perry, Perry had teased to, of going down to 155, so I thought maybe Perry he had this. Made, Perry ain't making 155. Yeah, I thought that maybe this would have been his debut, like at 155, and that's why they threw in Felder. I was just, I thought that's what it was, but. Nah, man, because Madero says 170. He's a big dude. That's it. That's, that's all, it. That's all that's I got. I got Thor this weekend, and I'm picking up some more. I'm looking, I'm going toy hunting again. No more Toys R Us, though. Yeah, Josh Koshek denounced his official retirement it is on MMA fighting. Yeah, he's done. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ow. Yeah, that's all I got for news. That's all I got. Well, I got nothing else. All right. Let's, uh,. Let's call it a show. All right. Um, final thoughts from Donkey Truck. I got to hang out with my nephews this weekend. I took them clothes shopping. I found the badass this. So here's a, here's a tip. If you're an uncle and you don't want to waste a lot of money, but you want to seem like a badass, find a store that's going out of business and uh, take your nephews and let them buy clothes that they like. And then it's uh, 50% off and then you seem like a badass. And it's like nice clothes from like Carson Peary Scott that's going out of business. So they're picking up like championship and tap out stuff and it's all 50% off. So 
do that and you'll seem like a badass and then you get to hang out with your family and but yeah. yeah i got uh i got a little deep final thought um this week and then uh going into next week are kind of rough it's kind of a rough time of year for for me and a lot of my friends uh Tuesday was the anniversary, four-year anniversary of uh, a friend of ours getting murdered. Um, next week is a three-year anniversary of a friend of ours dying in a car crash. So um, my final thought is just make sure you tell your friends that you love them. Uh, you know, don't put it off until tomorrow to talk to a friend or check in on somebody because you never know when it's going to be your last chance. And you don't get an opportunity for those I love yous or quick conversations or hugs or anything like that again. So cherish the moments while you got them. Um, yeah, and love your friends. That's all I got. That was nice, Jeff. Thanks, man. <clears throat> Thank you guys for listening. Uh, for Raphael, I'm Jeff Shanahan. And we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Maybe. Thank you.